the Seeing Deep podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. How are you living? Notice I didn't ask, how are you doing? But essentially, how are you being? As human beings, we can simply forget to be, can't we? There's always so much to do, and life can be so overwhelming that it seems nearly impossible to look up and see which wall our ladder is leaning up against, let alone being intentional about the legacy you want to leave personally or as a family. And in this episode, we are going to bask in God's Word as to how to form and live out our legacy. The scripture for this week's episode is taken from 2 Corinthians 13, verse 5. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless you fail to meet the test? Whew! So what is a legacy anyway? Sometimes we can have these buzzwords that make aiming at the goal like trying to shoot an arrow at jello. Nicole Nordeman sang a song called Legacy that challenges us to leave a legacy, but not for ourselves. Casting Crowns, too, wrote a song called Only Jesus that challenges listeners to not seek worldly fame, but to have our legacy be that people remember Jesus when they think of us. So to live out a legacy is ultimately to point people to Christ. But how then shall we live to be able to live and leave this legacy? One core challenge to living a life well and leaving a spiritual legacy that reveals Christ to those who know us is that it takes consistent self-examination. Like that scripture we just read, like a boat at sea, we cannot think that pointing our boat in one direction will last long. Let me tell you, this girl knows just from learning how to steer a sailboat, it's constantly shifting. And if you go to far one direction, you're going to radically put that sailboat on its edge. There's an art to it. And so with life as well, we constantly have to tweak and make sure that we are on course. So like a boat at sea, the natural thing is to drift in this life. And life sends us so many challenges that if we were not to adjust to each challenge, we would surely end up way off course just like you would if you were on a sailboat and didn't adjust your steering accordingly. But like Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4 verse 3, As for me, it matters very little how I might be evaluated by you or by any human authority. I don't even trust my own judgment on this point. Paul did not even trust his own evaluation of himself. So how do we go about this process of ensuring that we are on the right course? How can we form a legacy for ourselves or our families and stay on course? Having God's word as our compass keeps us on track. Psalm 43 verse 3 reminds us where we need to go to be able to have the presence of mind to stay on the right path. Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. His word instructs us, but the choice is up to us if we will be in his word and follow it. Job twenty three twelve is such a sweet reminder. Job says, I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his words more than daily food. You know, as a mom, 
who's had hungry teens in the house, I can tell you, for someone to treasure God's Word more than food is a big deal. (laughs) Our flesh is not so patient when it comes to eating. Some of us can become hangry when we are deprived of food for too long. But how often can we starve our spirit while we feed the flesh? If we were to reverse this, wow, what a legacy we would live. More of God, less of us treasuring His precious Word so much that it envelops us, changing our mind and heart. When we truly treasure His Word and saturate our minds in it, this gives us wisdom, strength, and grace to live out a life that pleases God. But friends, it is not our ability to obey all His commands that builds our legacy either. It is a willing heart and a gracious God that help our wayward souls to be faithful. I was actually reading in Galatians um, chapters 1 through 3 this morning, and you can see this emphasis that Paul is writing to the Galatians who were thinking, hey, if I just obey the commandments, I'm good. But you know, it doesn't work like that. We've got to be in God's Word just to be able to obey. And it's His grace alone and it's His forgiveness alone that brings us to a place where we can actually live and leave a legacy. Amen. When we go to God's Word for help in living a life that pleases Him, we are forming a legacy built according to God's ways. 2 Timothy 3.16 teaches that the Bible is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness, so we are equipped to live well and do good works. We need to be instructing ourselves constantly in His Word, for we stray so easily. What it means to live a legacy is that we will live radically different from the world around us, not as good works we do on our own, but as those who abide in Christ and seek to live for one according to His holy word. This said, there are some telltale signs of one whose legacy is not in the here and now. James 3 verse 2 starts with the tongue. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. Later, James describes our tongues as being a catalyst for great trouble. Our tongues sure can get us into a mess, can't they? It says, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And this is James 3, verse 5. Matthew fifteen eighteen says, But the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. And finally, 2 Timothy two sixteen says, Avoid godless chatter, because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Whew. Now that's a legacy too, not one that we want to leave. I'm sure these verses can humble us all, but what we say really matters. And so often we see believers talking about other believers, denigrating them or putting them down. This behavior leaves a legacy too, not just one we'd be proud of or earn an award in heaven for. Building a legacy is not about giving speeches then, right? And saying everything just right. It is not being a politician and trying to please everyone with flattery either. But when we speak with words that edify, we speak words that build a legacy that impacts for years. The content of our speech speaks to our character. Being careful with what we say will our words invite others to build a legacy for the glory of God too. 
In this recipe for building a legacy, we see that it is humility at the foundation of our lives and legacy. The legacy we are building is not our own. It is about representing one well. And one day, we will cast our crowns and every achievement at His feet, for in humility we recognize that we could do none of it without Him. So as we press on to live well for Jesus, we can become distracted, and this is why our walk with God is compared to a race. It is hard. Leaving a legacy is hard. Living it is hard. And the motivation for our legacy is not that we build a monument for ourselves, but that we build a life that points to Jesus, all for one. More than trying to have a checklist of do's and don'ts or a bucket list that brings us glory, as we seek to form a legacy that lasts the sands of time, forming a legacy is not about being perfect either. It is not even about doing all things well. This girl would be disqualified if that were the case. Living our one life well is carried out by faithfulness. And this faithfulness is beautiful fruit for those who abide in Christ. Will we be faithful to steward and carry this message of the gospel and live it out rather than just telling about it? This is when our faith has become a legacy to those around us, not mere religion, not just a hope, but a vibrant faith that reaches far and wide because it is beyond just good works. It is a living God within us, changing us and enabling us to live for Him. What a legacy! You know, um, there's a phrase that has been attributed to uh, St. Francis of Assisi that says, you know, to basically to live out the gospel and use words if necessary. I'm paraphrasing here, so give me some grace. <laughs> but, you know, he actually never said it quite that way. You know, I think sometimes as believers we can think, well, if I just live it out, that's enough. But that's not what Christ told us to do, and it's not a suggestion We are to testify of His greatness. How are we going to do that? Yes, we ought to live. Our words should match how we live. But it isn't one or the other, and it's not just good works. This legacy that we live and leave has got to be at our very core of our being. Otherwise, we are hypocrites, and we can go out and we can preach, or we can go out and just live a certain way, but how will people know? So I want to just pray for us now because I know God is able to help us to live and leave a legacy that changes the world around us. And my prayer is that He would break out revival through each of our lives. Lord, may our words and deeds be pleasing to you, O God. Keep us humble. Keep us trusting in you, seeking you, and studying your word that we might be faithful and leave your legacy to the world around us. You've been listening to the Seeing Deep podcast where we dive into the Word of God for the answers to life's problems. 